I'm Roddy Knights. This is Elena Raserna. And I'm Lara. And, and this, this is, is Common, Common Denominator. Denominator. Hey. Elena isn't here today, actually. So. No. But we include her in the intro. Yeah, because we, well, we're not going to record anyone. And also because we love hearing her voice. Mm-hmm. I know half the people that listen to this love hearing her voice as well. Do they? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Elena, if you're listening yeah. to this. Let's fight. <laughs> you know the adding, pull up. You are in town right now. Pull up. Yeah. Okay. This weekend was eventful. Yeah, how was your weekend, Lara? Oh my god. So, so... Should we... Okay. So, the topic of this episode... Is romanticizing. Romanticizing, like, life, school, existence. If you don't know what romanticizing is, it's like taking optimism, but making it toxic. Yeah, like, looking on the bright side of every situation, but to a point where you're ignoring the flaws... I feel like uh, a lot of people our age, like our generation, our generation, romanticize. Gen <laughs> They're just <both> different. <laughs> the most powerful. We romanticize a lot of things because we were brought up in a society where. <laughs> okay, you just said that, but like, I, I don't know. This weekend, the Zack Snyder cut came out. I don't know what that is, but it's like a four-hour version of Justice League, and the Joker played by mm-hmm. Jared Little goes. Ooh. In this society, like like he took in the society. Name, yeah. Okay, what were you saying? Sorry, but I feel like with the movies and the shows and like maybe the books too that we read growing up, we're taught to romanticize and the music too, relationships. Thinking that when you get to high school, new on an album. Didn't listen yeah. to it, but... <laughs> I listened to like three quarters of it. Uh, I'm sorry. The purposes. I listened to it on YouTube, so I don't know if that counts. Question for the culture. <laughs> Um, but you know, like we were all exposed to that, like whether it's the artists you listen to or the things that you romanticize, like even, well, obviously that's the whole thing, but even like the Barbie movies, God, I remember those things just like made me all hype for like growing up. And you know what? Growing up is not what was expected at all. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to a princess charm school. No. <laughs> kind of jealous. I love that movie. Yeah. And she like finds out that she's really like a princess. I don't know if you've seen that. Princess and the Popper though. That's what um, Rachel's favorite is, but I've mm-hmm. never seen it. I feel like it's one of the it's one of the classics. What's the one where uh there's like a magic castle? There's like six. all of them yeah, have a magic castle. castle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways. Chat anyways. This weekend I feel like it was a prime example of romanticization and it's something that everyone struggles with i think um i don't want to go into too much detail but it's like i reached a point where i was considering whether to go down this path where i can make some memories that i can look back on and you know romanticize when i knew that maybe the reality of it wasn't what i like hyped it up to Mm -hmm. be and i realized that but I was still really caught up in the idea of like having fun or having experience or having memories. And the truth is, like, we're taught to have all these things and to want and expect all these things, but that doesn't mean that they're actually going to be fulfilling. Yeah. And they could oftentimes be draining. Yeah. Really. Like, like, too much energy. I'm not one of those people who I don't do things to make memories, I do things to 
like not feed something in myself. But, like I don't do things without I see getting an emotional gain from it or getting like mm-hmm. an experience gain from it. Like memories just isn't something that I look forward to because oftentimes when I exclude myself from the situation, those memories in my head become more toxic and traumatic mm-hmm. than yeah. important and irrelevant. And what feels like good in the moment you look back on in like a year and you're like, that was actually really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That was like not something good. I I feel like I, I did that too much where I romanticized relationships and I remember being 15, like talking to a guy who was like a senior and I romanticized. I'm just 16. <laughs> I'm just 16. I romanticized that so much, but then I look back on it and I was like, well, he didn't treat me right. You know, like. He was actually really bad. I look back on that and I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Not this. That was not okay. But that's a story for another day. I mean, Um, I've I've definitely had similar situations, mm -hmm. I think. Specifically for me, I kind of had this, like recently. Like, we're both talking to people now. Yeah. Like, before the person I was talking to, I had been in a situation with someone where I was trying to force something. And romanticizing them to be a better person than they were. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out they weren't that great of a person now, we're friends. And I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. hmm. You see the truth. Yeah. That's like, the biggest thing. It's like, and I think a lot of people have a romanticized image of me. Because mm-hmm. before I get to know someone, I obviously present a yeah. certain way. So they get used to that. But then the moment when they, they like, this is how I look at it. When you start giving more energy than somebody else's, mm-hmm. then they get used to you giving that energy without giving anything in return. So they're just living off of that. Yeah. And then the moment I snap out and like, like I can't keep giving you this energy. They're like, oh, why are you being such a fake friend? Yeah. Like, why are you switching up? And I'm like, that's just your perceived image of me, mm-hmm. sadly. You know what? I feel like that's a really big thing for all teenagers to where we can't accept the reality. That's either we romanticize something we or like a perception of somebody or a situation like a party and we romanticize it. We think it's going to be all that or we completely like avoid something. We hate something. We don't give our energy to it. It's like we can't see that the reality of life, it's not black and white. It's not romantic, beautiful, an amazing experience and yeah. it's not horrible like you cry about it all the time like uh there's so many shades of gray yeah <laughs> the boring the boring yeah like the little 50 details yeah no okay um, that movie was based off of twilight fan fiction i always is think that about true that. yes i love twilight <laughs> i rewatched it the other day That's... i'm into like okay there's sorry guys it's a little topic <laughs> i will like get into something but i will not watch it and then i read like all the lore about it yeah like a miraculous ladybug. It's yeah. so weird. My well, friend Rachel yeah. watching. I'm doing research. I'm on the Wikipedia. Like, I used to watch that in like middle school. Honestly, it was good. No, it's terrible. The animation. <laughs> the animation is so bad. Well, you know, like, yeah. What's going on? You know what? Twilight is a prime example of romanticization. Because yeah. guess like majority of like young girls and guys like. Maybe not. I don't know. But they like kind of... <laughs> they watched it. And that is like prime example of romanticized relationship. Bella and Edward, they didn't actually have conversations. They didn't talk. In the movies, they were just like, I hate you. And then we're like, we're madly in love. Didn't we're going like, to die together. Her, didn't you like tell her that she stank? <laughs> like that when she walks in and he's well, like... <gasps> and he like holds re- his nose. He wanted to drink her blood, you know. <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't oh, <laughs> I mean, she... Okay. Anyways, 
Uh, but <laughs> like that's the content that we grew up on. Yeah. And that makes us think like, oh, a relationship in high school, it's gonna be so beautiful. I'm gonna stay with them forever. We're gonna like become vampires and be immortal. I'm gonna be in a love triangle. Mm. That's not how it is at all. When I see people who stick with their high school like sweetheart and they're not actually in love with them, like there are some people who are actually in love, but if they're just staying together because it's comfortable or it's safe, that's romanticization. But also, I don't, I don't um, fault people for that because mm-hmm. I, I understand that the most yeah. couple situations is probably not the best situation, but like why step out of something that you know that works? Yeah, and it's scary, you know, to start over. It's scary to like go out there without mm-hmm. knowing what you're doing or knowing where you're going. I mean, like personally, I love a good yeah. love movie. Yeah, and that's why people romanticize things because it's a fun thing. Like it, it feels good. Like the good times are good. But also. When you watch all this stuff, you kind of set your expectations high. Yes. That's and, a... Mm. You know, to quote Marina, Marina the Diamonds, oh, TV taught me how to feel. Now real life has, has no, no appeal. appeal. Yeah. So you, you get so used to what you're saying on TV, you're walking around life being like, hmm, like I don't want to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's why like a lot of teens now, we're, like a lot of them are being produced as these lazy, not wanting mm-hmm. to work, like... Not wanting to interact with people because you've gotten used to things being so easy as seen on TV. Yeah. It's like, or like thinking that everything will just unravel for you. Like at the last minute mm-hmm. when you do have to like put in that work yourself, I guess. Things don't always work out. Yeah. You know what? Another movie, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, I watched that the other day. Oh, it's so good. I feel like that is a movie that has a good balance of like romanticizing experiences, but then also showing the reality. You know that movie takes place in the night, like the nineties, yeah. eighties. The I book is really good. Uh, I tried to read the book, but it's just letters. I didn't like. Uh, like I feel like the movie gave more context to everything, like mm-hmm. how everybody else is experiencing life. Mm-hmm. Um, Ponytail Steve though, <laughs> gross. But I think that movie was a really intense realization mm-hmm. and i think it's better because i think teens need a balance of both seeing the good and the bad yeah or like the mental health stuff. because you don't want to lose all of your hope yeah for instance euphoria euphoria oh, yeah. came out recently i know a lot of people are like this isn't a relatable experience but like for me it mm-hmm. is a relatable experience for what yeah. i went through it's it's very yeah. relatable and i'm it's nice to feel seen but it's also nice to see my like my experience not being romanticized yeah and it's like of course it's not relatable to some people because not everyone's doing hardcore drugs at high okay school. i'm i'm not doing <laughs> hardcore drugs guys Dope, but like drugs. it's not it's not about that it's about the the experiences that the teenagers have like the relationships and the heartbreak and the like depression the The mental health the sexualization yeah the sexual awakening yeah oh my god you know what romanticizing sex i don't sex is gross yeah but i feel like every like movies always like it makes it seem so great like in and out like yeah like love passionate and so all these young people are like kind of taught to like oh i need to do this like it's easy it's Mm -hmm. like but the reality of it is very different and like i wouldn't know <laughs> Children of God on this podcast. Yeah, like an amen up in here. What? Say amen, Laura. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I a thought you said man. say amen, and I oh. was like, which one? <laughs> For one dollar, name, name a man. woman. Um, happy inter- Happy Laura. late International Women's Day, everybody. By the way. Well, it's still Women's History Month. Oh yeah. 
So if a man tells me to do anything, I will simply say no. I'm still waiting for my $5 from Black History Month. So if you want my cash <laughs> Venmo. app, please Venmo cash app. Mm-hmm. DM me, I'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, back. Cat and Euphoria. This is a whole nother topic and I won't get into it too much. But it's like the romanticization of like sex as a teenager to where she like got an OnlyFans and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like. And then she obviously dealt with the consequences like, not that sex work is a bad thing at all, but, like, showing the reality of, like, this romanticized, you know, sector of life was, it was really important. If you haven't seen Euphoria yet, go watch it, but be careful, because a lot happens, but it's really good. I don't know if you've seen Grand Army. The no. show, there's a great show on Netflix called Grand Army, and it's kind of very similar to Euphoria in the fact that it follows, like, teens through experiences. And it kind of touches on that, too, of, like, owning your sexuality, mm-hmm. but also not romanticizing this idea that the world is going to accept you outright. Yeah, because there's always going to be, like, those shades of gray, and it. It's if you horrible. want a list of our recommendations, yeah. we'll, we'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Hopefully there's, like, do we have, like, a diverse listener? No, mostly, like, white kids. Um... Not that there's anything wrong with that, guys. Well, if you're wow. wanting to experiment, hit us up. With what show- you mean? What <laughs> you mean with like the content you consume. Because if like, you're I'm just, you know, no, if you're just watching Grey's Anatomy, Vampire Diaries, if you're just watching After, I'm, like Two All the Boys I've Loved Before, that's romanticization that is gonna like set you up for a little bit of disappointment. I watch Vampire Diaries in its entirety in two weeks. Really? I don't even know. There's just like eight seasons, 21 episodes each, an hour long. It gets bad after that season means, four. That means I was asleep for maybe three hours that week of summer vacation. <laughs> like, I was going through this phase of like, really, like, this was summer, like, during the yeah. quarantine. Oh, speaking of romanticization. Oh, my God. I was watching all these, like, foreign romance films, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, laying in my bed crying. I'd be like, <laughs> Wait, the question. I'll never get this. And then... I, like, started talking to someone. I've talked to three people at mm-hmm. the time. And I'm, like, every time I've been in these situations, I've been, like, ooh. Like, yeah. This isn't the move. Wait, Team Damon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just making sure that we're still Apparently friends. that show was, like, really problematic. Like, yeah. Like, all the black actresses had to do their own hair. Yeah. And uh, the actress that played Bonnie came out and talked about how she was mistreated. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, God. I hate... I'm trying to think of other movies. Glee. <laughs> Glee is not. If you romanticize Glee. If you want that to be your high, high school experience. I'm so please, sorry. Yeah, You're a victim. <laughs> You're a victim. <laughs> I would say this. Kurt Hummel? Yeah. Like... Glee had two bottoms together. What were they doing? Bumping <laughs> purses? Like. It didn't make any sense. Horrible movie. I'm so I mean, glad sure. it like stopped before Lemonade came out. Could you imagine them seeing? Like, oh my god! Animation? Or Pitch Perfect. Yeah. The Cup Song. Oh my gosh! I think the Cup Song is in Glee. I got my ticket for the long. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but anyways. Okay. Okay. I think as I gave a yearbook quote this uh, like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And they were basically asking me how my senior year of high school was. And I kind of said, up until this point of me being a senior, I kind of romanticized mm-hmm. everything. Like, I'm uh, uh, my senior prom, my senior this, my senior that. I'm going to have this moment, this, that, all the other things. 
and now we're here and I'm kind of like, okay, nothing's happening. Which is in part to the pandemic, but also I just feel drained. Yeah. Because romanticizing high school is obviously a big thing from media, but like you get to a point where you're excited, but then you just realize the reality is that it's boring. It's seven hours every day. You're not going to have... people you don't like. Yeah. You're not going to have these like amazing experimental like moments. You're not going to like... I mean, you probably... I don't know if you do or not, but like I've never like snuck out of class or like ditched class to like... I'm not stupid. No, like I asked my mom to call the attendant. I text my mom like, hey, can you come get me? I don't like run off like... Well, I used to like pretend to be sick at school. Yeah. I used to like in second grade I used to make myself throw up. So oh I yeah. Home. Those were the good Would days. Anyone like to hear about my eating? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say the days that like I am having those like moments like dramatic like story like you like upset or like just went through a breakup or something. I just don't even go to school. Yeah. Because like What's the point? You go to school. It's not like you're walking through the halls like a movie, crying, slow motion. Everyone's looking. No one cares. In high school, everyone's just thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. So or it's they're like, thinking about you in a, a toxic way. Which, like, yeah. Trying to tear you down. Because everyone is like insecure, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone's maturing at different rates. And the whole like, I'm the main character thing. Everyone's the main character because everyone's, you know, absorbed in what they're doing. Do you want to hear my movie main moment. character moment? Yes. Okay, one day I was walking to school. Yes. And my stepdad was like, oh, do you need a ride? It's like raining outside. I'm like, no, like I'm trying to lose weight. Like I, I'm walking to school every day. You walked to school and while it was Yeah, I was, raining. I was trying to get skinny. It worked, but. <laughs> so I'm walking to school and I get to, you know, like that little. Okay, if you don't go to our school, I'll try to explain it best I can. There's like this long street that leads into our school, mm-hmm. and it's like it leads to like a highway, like T R Hughes, mm-hmm. I think it's called. So I'm walking on the sideway there, mind you, it's pouring raining, and a bus passes by, and it like dips in the curb, all the Aww. water from the curb. <laughs> splashes on me as I'm walking to school and I was like should I turn around and go home or should I just keep going and I I just keep going luckily I used to keep a change of clothes in my locker in case like anything happened you know you know you gotta be you gotta be prepared yeah Uh, you know I did have like this one like this period of my life that I do romanticize looking back on it not because I was like that was so amazing no it was hor. it was bad because I was like crying every day but, like, I look back on it, and, like, that's kind of, like, that's one of my, like, mm. movie moments. I was in a love triangle with two guys, except <clears throat> one of the guys. I was trying to make it a square. <laughs> <laughs> except I like this one guy, and I think, I don't know if he actually liked me or if he was just playing me. Mm. But the other guy liked the guy, and he hated me because the guy, guy won was like into me and then guy two was into guy one and you know what guy two was my friend before he was so nice to me they were both hot <laughs> they were short so <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> we need six oh your boyfriend is in six foot he's like five calling all six footers calling all six footers but okay so the oh my god should i just say it. Okay, you know? the whole story... What's, what's the likelihood of them listening to this? I don't know. Maybe one of them's still obsessed with me. He's a Pisces. Oh. Hopefully. So <laughs> but, um, okay. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, hey, 
uh, hope you and your girlfriend are doing good now. Welcome to her tape. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so I was a sophomore, and this was the senior guy that I talked about before, and I didn't have any friends. <laughs> like I had Roderick, but I okay. I had but Roderick we were all and... like, we were all like mad at Laura at this time. Why? You were like trying to fight us all. We were what? like, Laura, we're like Laura, what's going on? Like I remember we did this debate thing, and it was like, me oh no, and Laura was about to kill me. It was in an English class, yes. and it was supposed to be just like assignment. But then we were like. She was about to choke us out. We were like, what is going on? And it didn't make it better because me and Bella were just like looking at her like laughing. Like, which is bad on our part. But like, but you you got you two were like my only friends <laughs> yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. So it was, it, I was going through a rough time. And my sister was about to leave for college. And I was very codependent on her at this time. But it was sophomore year, like halfway through. Um, I didn't really have many friends. And uh, my sister had this friend group that would sometimes come over to our house. And I would just hang around with them because they oh, were nice. God. Mm. No, <laughs> I don't I'm know about all, but um. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, hit Roger. <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't hit me up! Don't hit me up! Don't, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I'm kidding. They still go to school in state. Oh, I went to Wichita High School. I'm like, I gotta go. Man. This, well, cut I mean, the, one of them still like comes around. Which is so weird to me. Sorry, yeah, I, I know. If you're, no, 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 you're good. If you're like out of high school, that's another part of romanticization. We'll get into it later. Mm. But okay, so. I w- it was like a Friday night and I was home alone. Well, not home alone. Celeste, her, she just had her friends over and then they were going over to another friend's house for a party. And I was just going to be home alone. It wasn't a big deal. I was kind of used to it. But then Celeste felt bad. And she's like, you want to come with me? And I was like, okay, sure. So I went to this party. It was like my first ever party, really. And, you know, I had a, I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. And it was like I got along with everyone. So then they decided to invite me to another party, which... If I was my sister, I would not bring me with her to yeah. a party. I don't like, know I don't why she my did that. Little sister hanging out with me at parties. She was she was very nice for that, so thank you, Celeste. But like, Shout why did Celeste. you do that? <laughs> um, but I went to a second one, and this one guy was there, and we like flirted before, but it yeah. wasn't anything serious because he's just like a flirty guy. Mm-hmm. He's a Pisces, but um, you know. I ended up like stuff happens. Yeah, stuff like I ended up kind of hooking up with him, and that was unexpected. Like I wasn't trying to do that, but you know things happen. But um, this, okay, so guy number two, he was best friends with the guy that I hooked up with. Yeah. And before he was so nice to me, he would always like ask me how I'm doing. He's like, hey, like he called me um little O'Brien because I mean my sister was like older O'Brien and I was but everyone was nice to me and wow, he was he's calling like, Celeste fat no <laughs> <sighs> everyone loved Celeste back then I'll get into that back then <laughs> <laughs> no I mean like all of her friends were like in love with her mm. but um he used to be so nice to me and he would always ask me how I'm doing and then this party happened and I hooked up with this guy and I felt so weird. I felt so awkward. I had never really hooked up with it. I only I only had one kiss before that. It was my first kiss and I cried. And then I went and I made out <laughs> with this other guy. Story? <laughs> I'll tell that story too. My first kiss. Um Oh, we finished this one. Sorry, guys, multiple stories. But um that happened and I felt really, really, really weird. Like I felt so embarrassed and um this is another movie like just moment i look back on on monday we all went to school and the guy he came up to 
because Celeste was driving me to school. I couldn't <laughs> drive. And he came up to our car and he's like, hey, how are you guys doing? I think he was like trying to be like, he was trying to say hey to me. And I see him and I slam the door and I walk out and I just hear him go silent behind me. And I was like, wait, which guy? Guy that... number one, the one that I had oh, out with. Okay, okay, okay. Because here's what happened. Um, for like a month, we didn't talk. I, I would pass him in the hallway, but I was like, avoid his gaze. He would always try and look at me, but I like looked down. When I pushed you into him. Yeah, Roderick tried to help me because I would like talk to Roderick and Bell and be like, I, 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 think, I think I like this guy. It took me a month of like avoiding him until I was like, oh my God, I like him. Okay, but like, that's how, that's how it works. Yeah, I don't know. I give you like the side eye, you should know I like you. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're short. If I give you the side <laughs> eye and you're short, it's probably just me thinking about beating you up. <laughs> but then I did that thing that everyone does when they like someone in high school. They have a crush. They like try and pass them in the hallway. Mm-hmm. They try and get their attention. And then finally, Roderick helped me out a little bit. Like he would like push me into him and I was like, no, no, no. But anyways, um, I finally talked to him, and then we started talking, we became a thing, and it was, oh god, I romanticized that so much, because he was just very flirty, and I wasn't used to it at all, this was my, my first, like, experience in which I really liked someone, and they liked me back, and it was, like, a fun, like, relationship, even though we weren't, we weren't in a relationship, we weren't dating, but, um, I told everybody, because I was so excited, but he only told his one guy best friend the one that used to be nice to me yeah <laughs> now murder he hated me he hated me and i don't know why you know why i do know why because <laughs> i because he liked guy number one i could bring up all the evidence you don't i don't have receipts no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. i just like you know i knew he was yeah you, you he's gay you i knew, knew. You could tell. yeah and one time I pat. They were the two guys were walking together, mm-hmm. and I pass them in the hallway. And before biology, I was just going to the bathroom, and I smiled and I waved, see now. And then I walk, and then guy number two turns to guy number one. And remember, he used to be so nice to me. He used to call me little Brian. He turns to guy number one and is like, "I'm about to say a bad word, so um, caution." Warning. Not, not again. <laughs> he turned to guy number one. It was like, I can't believe her. What a slut. Oh um, my gosh. What? By waving? By saying hi? He was like, he was like religious. Yeah, he was, he became so mean and he would trash talk me to guy number one all the time. And basically, I'm just going to expedite the story. Things escalated and I really, really liked him. I liked him so much. And um, he was a senior. He was leaving soon, but this was right before summer. I told, I like finally talked to my sister because Celeste was like, it was definitely a movie experience because Celeste like knew that things were bad. She told me not to be with him and she didn't support it. Mm -hmm. But then I finally got her like blessing. Like I finally had a long conversation with her and was like, I really like him. She decided to move forward. Yeah. And then I told him one night, I'm like, hey, like, like, you know, Celeste, like, she doesn't care anymore. Like, I just, like, want to be with you. And then he talked to guy number two, apparently, oh at their gosh. little, like, church group meeting. Before. Which I went. Yeah. There's a lot of gay people there. <laughs> and then guy number two told, finally convinced guy number one to break up Wait, with can me. I, can I say this with you? Yes. If you are a, a, a gay person and you're looking for other gay people, <laughs> go to a church youth group. Yeah. They're all there. Yeah. Anyways. Roderick's then. advice. <laughs> <laughs> that was a longer story than I expected. No, but it's fine. It's but 
Um, oh my god, I was I was heartbroken for so long, which was embarrassing because I look back on that and that was definitely like, oh my god, that was a horrible situation. <laughs> but that was like that was like my first like not even Your first a relationship. Crush, yeah. Crush. Where like I thought it was gonna be something and I thought they and he liked me back. And maybe he did, but then maybe he was also just like it's weird to hear people who have such similar experiences to me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I was trying to get with your friend, and we saw that. Oh. Happen. And mm-hmm. th- that's that situation very similar to that, mm-hmm. without, like, the, the third party being involved. And it's like, whenever you go through these experiences, you think that you're alone, and you're the only person that's, mm-hmm. like, ever done that. But then you realize everyone goes, like, everyone goes through that romanticized I'm just, I'm just different. Like, Why you get heartbroken? Like, <laughs> I'm just different with a three. Like, I'm you know, built different. Like, I'm built for it tough. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. Can I, should I tell the first kiss story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. one more like romanticized experience and then I'll stop talking about my own stories. But unless you want to hear more, then hit me yeah, up. Yeah, I want to hear more. <laughs> I romantic. You know, everyone romanticizes their first kiss. They're going to be, they think it's going to be so good and so mm-hmm. great. It's going to be magical. Your head's going to like spin. No. Like in your first, Diary. No. Like you're gonna your foot's gonna pop. No, your first kiss is nothing like that. Because if anyone if anyone's listening to this and they haven't had their first kiss yet, be prepared to be disappointed. Because <laughs> if you kiss someone who's also never had their first kiss, then neither of you know what you're doing. Wait, has he not had his had He his... didn't have his first kiss. Oh my gosh. Well, when we kissed he didn't. Mm. But you, well, neither of you know what you're doing. <laughs> it's a new like sensation, like it's just something wet and slobbery on your mouth. And so I had I had a oh my god, if he's listening to this, I'm so sorry. Shout We're out, friends. Shout out to you. We're friends now, so I really don't like we laugh about it. It's not like, experience. Yeah, it was like fun. It's like something I can tell like people, but I was screaming at school, like, this was so funny. I take it. Um, we were dating for a month, but this was, like, my first boyfriend, I guess. And so I was very much an introvert. I never hung out with him. I think I hung out with him, like, twice in the month that we were dating. <laughs> I never hung, because I was Whoa, scared. Well, neither of you could drive at the time. Oh, yeah. So. So you, they have to ask your parents to give you a ride. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... He asked me to homecoming, and I had like avoided him asking me to homecoming. And he took a, my friend took a video of it. I walked out of my house and I saw him with a homecoming sign, and I was literally like, "F you!" Like I was such a. Does that video still exist? And yes, it does still exist. On Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we have to blur see, out his face. Yeah, if you want to see the video, um, yeah, let us know. <laughs> take a poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, he asked me to homecoming. I said yes, but then, you know, shortly thereafter, I said no, because right after this, we broke up. But, um, <laughs> you know, we, like, hung out for a little bit, and then he walked me back to my door, and I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, no, I can't. Like, I don't want to kiss him right now. And so, like, I was like, okay, well, bye. And he, like, went in, and I dodged it. And I was like, no, you know. But then he went in again, and I couldn't avoid it. And it lasted, like, 0.5 seconds. <laughs> But, you know, my boy, he had big lips, and, like, it, like, I have kind of small, so it, like, it, like, took over. Under our lip injection. <laughs> and it was, it was so sloppery. Like, it was very... I feel like, this is so weird. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I feel like he has a huge tongue. Keep it real. <laughs> I'm not gonna confirm nor deny. I'm gonna ask him. Um, but it was horrible. I, like, pulled... 
after like 0.5 seconds, I was like, ah, okay, bye. I walk inside, I close the door, and then I start sobbing. I was like, <laughs> I start crying so bad because it was horrible. It was we not need our own like Netflix series. Yeah. Like not us, but like our experience is really played out. Yeah, like like recreated yeah, the this, actors. This is more fun than like watching Lara Jean <laughs> get bullied into going to Stanford. Oh my god, that movie made me so mad. How come in movies, you know, that's another thing romanticizing. Every single one of them gets into a big, like, Ivy League college. She got into NYU. (laughs) Not Ivy League. Not USC. I was like, speaking of, I think that UC decisions came out. I already, like, picked my college. But, like, it would be really nice to get into, like, UC college. Go there. Speaking of romanticizing, yes. not going to lie, we, we can keep this part going a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been romanticizing my college experience Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. Because I've been, you know, like the little Facebook groups with like the college groups. I've been like talking to people like, yeah, we're going to do this when we get to the city. We're going to do this. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I kind of need to curb my enthusiasm a little bit. Because what if it's not? I feel like yeah. it's just a repeat. Like we romanticize high school and then I think we romanticize college because it's like escapism from what it, our reality is. And this is worse because it's going to be the real world. Yeah. There's no safety net. Like high school, you kind of have a safety net. Yeah. Like you have people like you have like your family and you have people who are like going to tell you what to do. But then you get out there and you're on your own. What now? <laughs> so what now? <laughs> what you want to do? Um... Yeah, and I, I, we're both, both of us are planning on going, like, far away. Mm-hmm. So if you don't see us. Bye. Don't look for us. See ya. Oh, my goal is, I've told a couple people about this, but I have, like, another Snapchat made and all this other stuff. Because on the last day of school when that bell rings. You're deleting? I, I, yeah, I plan on disappearing from people I don't want to talk to. Yeah. Like, you can, you can look at my Instagram, but you're not going to have a direct line of communication with me because mm-hmm. I don't feel, I don't deem that necessary. If I'm not getting anything from you emotionally. Yeah. Which kind of sounds selfish, but also, like, if you're not in a friendship or relationship to gain, like, some emotional benefit, then, like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's just, like, placeholder friends. I had that realization, too. Because I, I like the people that I'm around, but I was, like, really upset one day, and I was supposed to go to this one, like, thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, some of these friends are just temporary. Like, I know that they won't want to keep me in their life, and I won't really necessarily need to keep them in mine. Yeah. So it's like placeholders. Which, it's it's totally understandable, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not toxic, because you treat them right, they treat you right. It's not like, a toxic friendship would be like, you're both manipulative or like, bad to each other. It's Scorpios, don't talk to Scorpios. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's ambivalent. Like, it's a neutral friendship to where like, you talk, and you like, chat. But you don't really, like, get close. Yeah. Like, you hang out with them, but, Especially because, like, like, most of my friends right now aren't barbs. <laughs> and I just don't know You gotta leave that negativity yeah. behind. In the, in the past. I just, I've... I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend, but I've definitely... In an attempt to keep friends, I've let things slide. Mm-hmm. Like, I've let them treat me bad because I'm scared. What if I don't have friends in this last experience? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of negative, but now I have all this, like, animosity building up towards them. Mm-hmm. Where any moment it feels like I could just break and be like, why are you talking to me? And there mm-hmm. are moments when that happens where I, like, I don't reply, I leave them a red eye, I, like, block them for a couple of days. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm kind of setting myself up to let you go eventually. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, that's, it's that's, true. What, has, I mean, that's like, what has to happen. 
what's the point of keeping them around if it's not going to be fulfilling for, like, either of you? Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> yeah. Romanticizing friendships. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I'm part of a friend group where we, we like, plan to have a lot of experiences, but they never really go the way that we plan it to be. Because, like, we romanticize it, but also it always ends up being fun. It always yeah. ends up being a good time. Just because it's not what you plan doesn't mean that it's not good, like... And what's crazy to me is comparing my friends now mm-hmm. to comparing my friends in the past. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I used to be in your little big friend group oh, of yeah. friends. And I just know in that time being in that friend group, there was just like a lot of fakeness. If I'm like, mm-hmm. not, not to be like rude or mean to your friends, but I know that there was instances where I was trying to be up front. And when I was trying to be up front with people... They'd be like, because they gotten so used to everybody being quiet and like shady towards mm-hmm. each other when I was being about being a friend about everything and made me look like the bad guy. Yeah. And they like put it on me. So and then, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not in that friend group anymore. And now I'm with people who want to do things, mm-hmm. who wants to live. And like, it's less romanticized and less realistic where in that friend group it was more romanticized than realistic Yeah, for me. you know what? We do kind of, I don't know. I, I have gotten to a point where I like separate myself from... Like, I kind of distance myself to where, like, I don't... Because I, like... I We just have a couple months left. Like, I mm. even, like, had this... Like, I had to talk to my boyfriend about this. Where I, like, I don't want to argue. Like, I don't want to, like, have the bad times or the fakeness or, like, the... Like, what's the point? Yeah. You just want to have, like... Uh, this is romanticizing. Which means that sometimes it could be a good thing. You but just I don't think it is romanticizing. Because we're just saying... Mm. We want to live in the moment without yeah. the drama. Yeah. That's, like... We want to experience this last... We spend, like, this last couple of months in peace... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like that's not asking for too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think. And you know what? Romanticizing friendships, like, I always thought that I need to have, like, one, like, best friend, mm-hmm. like, with me forever. But, like, no, I have multiple best friends who, like, it's like you have friends that you, like, go watch, you go mo- watch movies with. Or you have yeah. friends that you go party with. Or you have friends that you go on, like, a road trip with. You have friends that you, like, read with, you know? Different friends, friends different for different, expert, yeah. yeah, and it's not fake. Like you treat them well, they treat you well. It's you know, like where you both would like thrive the best together. So I have like multiple best friends, and like that's fine because like you need, you also realize that not just one person can meet your every need. You're gonna find the flaws in every single person that you're with. Even yeah, you're gonna find the flaws in yourself also mm-hmm. in that time. Yeah. We should start a sisterhood of the traveling pants. Oh my god. But like, I don't know. I don't really like jeans. So like, you know we should what? like do like something else. I wanted to do a sisterhood of the traveling bra with my girlfriends for a little bit. And I still want like, to do Like, aren't you guys boobs like all the different sizes? Yeah, they definitely are. But, like, we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I get you. I get you. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what another thing is? Yes. Oh, I was watching Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like. The, okay, Big Mouth, I know it's gross, but it's so accurate. Mm-hmm. It's so accurate Growing to the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I romanticized teenhood, and now I'm romanticizing adulthood. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not what I thought it would be. This is mm-hmm. not my high school musical. No. This is, this is not that, you know. Well, I am very much Gabriella and the fact that I will leave, <laughs> then come back, and then leave again, and then come back. I gotta go my own way. Can we talk about, how did Troy Bolton get into Juilliard? How did Troy Over Bolton... Sharpay. <laughs> Over Sharpay. Sharpay's been doing this since she was four years old. Wait, I don't remember the ending. Did he go to Juilliard? I can't remember. I just remember her getting the packet. I'm like, okay, you could go to Arizona State or you can go to a school for singing. P- 
pick one. Which I, mean, I, I, I would rather movies. go to Arizona State. High School Musical is a movie that we grew up and we romanticized. Like, we romanticized, like, Troy and Gabriella. Mm-hmm. We romanticized the theater department. <laughs> like, like, even now, not, not even, because there are moments where I romanticize, but there's also moments where I do the up, so I'm like, I'm going to be 40 one day. Mm. No. Disgusting. I don't like to think about it. I don't want to age, but like at the same time, I don't want to live forever. Mm-hmm. Kind of rather die. Wake me up in sky. Can't wake up. I want to age, but then I miss. I think that's another part we romanticize it, and then we look back and we genuinely miss like childhood or like when we were young and like the moments that we didn't appreciate when we were present in it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> romanticization. Because I feel like we idealize the future through romanticization, and then we get there. And it's not what we expected. Doesn't mean it's bad, but it's just not what was expected. It also leads to fear. Because mm-hmm. I've talked to Elena about this. Um, she's more of like in a moment person and I'm more of a like... Long term. Long term. What's going to happen next? And the fact that she's more worried about what's happening in high school right now and I'm more worried about like what's going to happen to me in the yeah. future. And I think there are tons of people like that who are just so set in... Thinking, high school is it, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's it's way more than that. And if you're mm-hmm. not preparing yourself, then you're not gonna gain anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's though there are downsides to romanticization. It's there is also some upsides. You know, like mm-hmm. they say, like dreams. Dreams are what's it's your brain preparing you for uh, scenarios. Yeah. So romanticization is in that way something preparing you for scenarios. But also, I. I do this thing where I'm very self-aware in what I'm going to say. Like mm-hmm. I said last episode, where I'll be like, okay, so if, like, talking to a guy, he's like, if he gives me this response, I'll give him this oh, response. Oh, yeah. And then when he doesn't give me the response I want, I'll be like, okay, well, I don't know how to reply to this now because yeah. I've already, already, already set up this image for what he's going to say to me next. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people do that to where, like, it's weird because it's, like, kind of setting yourself up for, like, feel it because you want things to go your way, but then you want things go another way you know these could be leading you to new opportunities Mm -hmm. sometimes the bad things are like leading you towards the good i don't like um i i was really like ambivalent about okay actually before i talk about that when you said dreams are preparing you for something i literally only have nightmares so that's uh, that scares me sophia (laughs) tees sophia's gonna be a guest if you don't know sophia miller we love her she's gonna have she's gonna be a guest but she has like chronic nightmares so, um, yeah, a little fun fact about her. She'll be Get here that soon. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways. Oh my god, I forgot. Sorry, I cut you off. No, it's okay. You were talking about... Dreams. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, like, like, you want things to go to your plan. You want them to be this, like, idealized, romanticized version. But then if they don't happen, that doesn't mean that you're, like, screwed over. Usually that means that, like, something else is coming. I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Like, the I'm other the night. <laughs> also, Laura is a doomsday prepper. Yeah, I have a whole, like, sh- I have my doll room with all my supplies. She's a furry, too. <laughs> no, I'm not. I didn't used to have a Disney fan account, though. <laughs> I, I just wanted to include that but um I had a really bad day the other day one because the secretaries at school were mean to me but that's a whole other story we're gonna jump the secretaries <laughs> but I had a bad day and uh something bad happened with like one of my relationships and I was one like, of them 
Oh no, not like that. I'm joking. I'm joking you know, I'm joking. but um, I'm just trying to keep it like broad. But um, <laughs> I was so upset, and that night I was crying, and then I like checked my email at like 1130 so <laughs> and I saw that I got accepted into one of my top colleges, and I'm what like, school? Sarah Lawrence. Is that um, an all girls school? No, it's co-ed oh. now, but it used to be all girls. Um, Lucy Greeley went there, so I'm really, I'm kind of contemplating drugs. I love being like drugs there. Uh, if, you don't know Gre- if you don't know who Lucy Greeley is, don't take, don't find yeah, out. Yeah, don't take AP. Oh my god, what was, what, don't Lang. take AP Lang. Lang. Um, we hate Lucy Greeley. Here. We this hate is, Lucy uh, Greeley. Lucy Greeley podcast. I hope she's listening. I hope she's in listening hell. in hell right now, <laughs> Lucy. But like, reading that email after having such a bad day where I felt really like hopeless and lost and trapped, I was like, this is my opportunity. This is what's like pushing me to go. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyways, um, romanticize life, but then if things don't go your way, just keep on, like, romanticizing the journey, you know? Dream on. Yeah, dream on. Dream on. Sorry. <laughs> Caution headphone users. Because it's, like, it's... We should be as- YouTubers. Should we, should we do to- Minecraft streams? Yeah, yeah, Should we start Twitch streaming? We'll, we'll take over David Dobrik. We'll oh, surpass we David Dobrik. Oh, really quick? Oh, my God. Speaking of, like, romanticizing friends, oh and, like, I think we romanticize celebrities yes. a lot. So... And when they... When they let us down... We're like... I can't believe this... Cancel culture. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. Alright. Um, should we, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, well... Um... Anyways. Okay. Okay. About romanticizing celebrities. Yes. Back to like the David Dobrik thing. Oh my. I think for what? a long time I was like David Dobrik is like such a su- success story to me. He's like this Ugh. immigrant kid <laughs> who like got famous on YouTube is now a millionaire. David Liza was, Koshy. Yeah, yeah, and that was like kind of my romanticized image of him. And then all this stuff is coming about, and I'm like, what's going on? I've noticed this happening with a bunch of celebrities. Like, I remember when I was younger, I was, like, such a huge fan of, like, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And, like, even worse, R. Kelly. Oh. Yeah. And, because I had this, like, romanticized image of them, and now it's like, oh, these are bad people. Yeah, and there's a difference between, like, um, idolizing a celebrity and they kind of disappoint you because they, like... Like, the Claro situation where she was, like, mean to a fan and then everyone canceled her. That's... I didn't get that. No, that's... Because Tyler, the creator, will literally, like, cuss his fans out. And everybody's like, Oh, yay. But it's... That's so much different from romanticizing celebrity. Finding out they're literally, like, a sexual predator. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, racist. the Lopez brothers on TikTok. I feel like we should broaden this up a little bit. Like, not just romanticizing celebrities, but romanticizing... Your idols. Yeah, because you look at them and it's like, it's, it's escapism because you wish, either you wish you were them or it distracts you from like your own life. Like, like I used to watch YouTube all the time because like it distracted me. Like I used to watch YouTube vlogs. Did you watch Aya's Cupcake? Yes, of course I did. I watched her Minecraft what about Island. Okay, guys, guys, guys. guys. <laughs> if you want to see us make Minecraft videos, <laughs> please let us know. Roblox. Ah! What bully kids on Roblox? Um, <laughs> one time I got like banned from Roblox for a month for bullying kids. It was that Movie Star Planet. I can't remember. Oh, I loved Movie Star Planet. Oh, but this was recently. Recently, I was Frederick. <laughs> like, so. Okay, you know what? Pop Tropica. Oh, you know, Pop Tropica Islands, they used to be like so hard, but I yeah. played one the other day. I they played like the got rid of all the old islands. Yeah, I played the Greek Which God is, one and oh. I finished that in 30 minutes. Oh my, the Greek God one was my favorite. Yeah. But, anyways, um, besides the point, <laughs> sorry. 
like romanticize you know what i know a lot of people who not to get in i won't get into this too much because it's a whole discussion it would take like a whole episode to discuss it but a lot of people romanticizing like or idolizing like elon musk mark zuckerberg jo- jeff john bezos <laughs> jeff bezos just say stop boys <laughs> yeah because boys. um like it's like a it's like a success story where they got extremely wealthy. But from, they were already wealthy to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it's like we don't know the reality of it. We can't just like pretend that they're great people because of like their accomplishments when we don't see what happens. Like, have any of y'all watched The Social Network? I hated Mark Zuckerberg. Like, Wait, but Jesse Eisenberg. That was a good Ooh. movie. That was a good movie. Except for like it doesn't hold up because like Army Army Hammer. Army, was, like, Army Hammer. Everyone thought Army Hammer was so handsome, and everyone romanticized him and idolized him, especially after Call Me by Your Name. Mm-hmm. And then we find out all this actual information about him. Of romanticization. Well, I can't even pronounce it. Romanticization. Calling Call Me by Your Name. Oh yeah. Not realistic. Mm-mm. Also, I just watched it last behavior. night though. I want to tell you if there's any like little like gay kid out there who's like listening to this podcast, it is it is not worth it to talk to someone who is older than you. That he's like seven years older than. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you can find validation so many other ways, and just to put yourself in that. You situation, can still just... have a romance in Italy with like an with a with like an with a safe age difference, like a like yeah. a healthy actual age difference. Unless you're getting paid. No, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like, all reality. All right. like, okay, so, like, rom- romance movies, I think. We, obviously, like, we really idolize those because it's, like, something that we can look forward to. Like, God, I wish that were me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's so easy to, like, blur the line between fiction and reality. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in that. You can have, like, an amazing, passionate romance but it's not going to be like the movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything's a give and take. And I mm-hmm. think the movies show more of a give than what's taking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the one movie that came out with Zendaya and Denzel Washington. No, 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 no. no. I forgot who it was. But I did see that movie. He's also on Klansman. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it and how it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so it bad really because it was toxic. Well, someone told me it was bad, but like... That's it wasn't bad. Like it showed, like the it showed, like the actual like bad sides of a relationship. Where have you like heard like the reason that people have been saying it was bad because it was like the they first time just... that like a woman was because the whole movie is about Zendaya criticizing his ego, and mm-hmm. people are like it's a woman criticizing her ego, so it's like yeah, like we can't like just always expect like it's nice to have that like, kind of distraction of seeing like a flawless like good love story like i'll always be watching pride and prejudice like but um i prefer emma oh like, i mean i haven't seen it yet oh my gosh i need to watch 10 it out of 10. um right but like that it's not always the reality like even if you have this really passionate romance there's going to be a lot of like hurt there's going to be a lot of like long conversations about like compromising there's gonna be like getting upset over like small things or whatnot that's in friendships too and that's also Mm -hmm. with your family and even when you're looking at like i said like a celebrity you're looking at this person as a kind of a god Mm -hmm. which i don't i don't necessarily think is a bad thing you know there's like this whole attack about like idolizing celebrities like we shouldn't stop giving celebrities so much power but at the same time from my perspective as like a, like a black kid, when I look up to Beyonce, I'm mm-hmm. looking up to Beyonce as a success story and mm-hmm. like it's something I can reach. Obviously, that's a romanticized image because I'm not 
I'm not giving in to, mm-hmm. like, that she also faces problem or speaking, like, Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Good example. Yeah. Everybody's like, she's so lucky. She's like, because we had this romanticized image of what Like her marrying, coming into the royal family. Yeah, what marrying a prince would be like. But then the reality of it, like the racism she faced, the backlash from like Britain as a whole. Also, that situation created great memes. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah? Like, yeah. yeah. I, you can't see right now, but I'm doing the Oprah meme. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, like, we look at the news, the media, oh my god, like, with young people romantic, like idolizing TikTokers, <laughs> they're not doing anything but dancing. If you idolize TikTokers, you're a Leave. different brand. Like, you can make fun of me for liking Beyonce, but at least she has 28 Grammys. <laughs> what does Charlie D'Amelio have? Nothing. Not to, not to like, sorry. And sorry, like, Charlie Sands. We put so much, like, emphasis, like, on what they're doing, or if they act like, it's like, earth shattering if they act like normal people mm-hmm. just so weird it's getting weird i hate the romanticization of the kardashians i think it's gross i, don't I know because I they like... just promote these unhealthy horrible like ideas standards and... yeah somebody said that the kardashians were like the american royal family i kind of snapped i was like no 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 it's oh gross but um besides the point i feel like when we do this because we want the whole point of romanticization is we want life to be as interesting as possible. We don't want to be bored. So we like look for it in ourselves or in others, but then we completely avoid the reality and then we're disappointed when we're like faced with what life actually is. But like you can have a good, like fun, fulfilling life mm-hmm. and you can romanticize your experiences, but you can't escape from what's happening in front of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said last episode, there was... I'm not going to say any names, of course. But there was this girl who had said that she wished she could be black. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to show that romanticization is, like, very prevalent. Because I'm like, for you to say you wish you could be black kind of romanticizes the whole experience. It kind of mm-hmm. denies everything that we've been through and experienced. And it's just like, I can't believe she said that. And I think for a lot of people... Hearing someone say they wish they could be like them is in a way invalidating. Mm-hmm. Though we are similar, like we all have that common denominator. Mm-hmm. We all have different experiences. And for you to be like, you don't have it as hard mm-hmm. is kind of invalidating. Yeah, for like, sure. Or like romanticizing other people. Like you look up to someone, like even at school, you're like, oh, I wish I could be them. But like do you that. don't know what they're going, like you don't know what they're doing, what they're going through. I they never looked be... at anyone at school and said, I wish I could be them. No, I haven't done that in, like, maybe, like, two years. But still, like, it's so bad. Like, you just need to... So we have been kind of putting down romanticization. But in a way, it's, like, just like I said earlier, like, the world isn't black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you should have a nice balance between reality and romanticization. So romanticize your experiences and enjoy your life. Like, pretend that you're in a story because that's fun. But then, like, don't run away when the reality comes for you, you know? Like, sometimes. Take it in. Yeah. And, like, appreciate it. Not if it's something bad, though. Because, like, you know. That could just become a traumatic experience for you. But that's a whole other story. I'm a different breed. <laughs> But, um, yeah, all in all, high school romanticization is a really big, like, problem, issue, like, but also facts. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not wrong to look through things like a rose. Like a rose-colored lenses, yeah. yeah. So, 
That was our episode. Yeah, and we're sad Elena was in here. Yeah. But um, I feel like everyone has to take their romantic, like their romanticized experiences, and it's something personal. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. something you take with a grain of salt is something that you realize the reality of. But then you know it's like it's a formative experience. I think. Mm-hmm. So hey, follow our Instagram. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I'm watching. I'm watching live <laughs> putter fix her hair. So follow our Instagram at common denominator. That's common spelled C O M N C O M N. Make sure you give like follow us on Spotify for notifications when we post. Um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make it seven stars, please. Um, yeah. Tell your friends. All in all, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. Thanks See you next. Wait, are we are we gonna have an episode for spring break? Mm. don't know i might be going on a road trip to romanticize my life so yeah yeah we'll let you know yeah on our, one of our instagram stories snapchat stories whatever whatever and if you i feel like if people want us to talk about a certain thing we should also maybe include that like an episode where we like yeah i think next episode we should because me last season me and um elena had like a question and answer episode where we just like hey so there's questions you want us to answer on the podcast we will so i think Maybe we should do that next episode with Sophia. Yeah, Sophia. Sophia has a lot of good advice. So Sophia's like something, someone I always go to for advice. You, like, she's very supportive. Uh, <laughs> sorry. She's very, she's a, yeah, yeah, she's kind of far away. Sophia's definitely very supportive and we're excited to have her on the podcast soon. Mm-hmm. Mm, like I said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you guys when I see you. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Tell your friends. Bye-bye.